0: Sorry. This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Meyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Meyer. A black professor was declared racist over a hoodie ban in his classroom. He also banned the use of do-rags, twerk shorts, and coochie-cutter shorts, and he was removed because he was declared racist. A Catholic diocese defies woke left and enacts seven seven gender identity policies that align with Scripture. Trans people are divine, said a so-called Christian pastor who says that transphobia is a sin. The Flyers... Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov Prav- uh, faced backlash for his decision to boycott the organization's Pride Night to support the LGBTQ community. He said, I follow the scripture. And for that, he was maligned. A VIP driver at Davos, Switzerland, at the World Economic Forum, says he's not allowed to drive elites in electric vehicles, which may come as a shock since everybody else is required to drive electric vehicles, according to wokeism. But the reason is because it's too dangerous that they're not going to work. That's what he said. They won't let them drive the elites in electric vehicles. Well, today on Viewpoint, we're going to reveal the absurdity of what is called wokeness or woke ism. It's as if it were a religion. It's a kind of ism, friends, that must be worshipped. It must be, uh, you must bow down to it. If you dare not, you will be declared an ultimate heathen in the midst of society and worthy of being rejected to social hell. Unfortunately, that's exactly where it is, and I'm glad that you've joined us. It's conversation is always with ever-increasing conviction, talk that transforms. I remember back in 1993 when we first formed Save America Ministries, dedicated to rebuilding the foundations of faith and freedom. We were publishing a monthly newsletter at that time, and my very first newsletter had to do with this profound virus that had infected America. In fact, the whole newsletter was written in such a way that today we could recognize the word virus and we would realize how serious it really was. But that virus was political correctness. Well, political correctness has given birth to a son, a more violent, a more oppressive, a more dominating son than political correctness itself. It's called wokeism. Mr. Woke, he is the son of political correctness, and it is defining, it is uh, uh, governing, it is dominating American culture, and in fact, has spread throughout the world. But why? What are the roots of wokeism? How did this fella, Mr. Woke, get born? And what is the objective? Today on Viewpoint, we want to take a look at all of those things. And our special guest joining us from none other than San Francisco. What a place to get woked up from. San Francisco, California. His name is Kevin McGarry. He's written a book called Woked Up. He said, we finally need to put the axe to the taproot of white supremacy and racism in America. Kevin, welcome aboard.
1: Good afternoon, Chuck. Thank you for having me. It's a real uh, honor to be here.
0: Well, we uh, are looking at a situation here. It used to be that political correctness uh, was the uh, enemy number one of right thinking, and it was compelling everyone to conform to a new set of standards that were contrary to reason, contrary to rationality, and contrary to the requirements of the Bible and uh, Scripture. But now uh, we find that this new thing called wokeism uh, has carried political correctness to a, a level that is almost beyond comprehension. How could such a thing have happened?
1: Yeah. Thank you for, uh, again, for, for, uh, your, your, you had a great synopsis up front, uh, where you characterized it as violent global, uh, such a thing happens because you have a lot of people that are being coerced, uh, into a corrosive and ever violent, uh, really it's kind of a cultish movement Mm -hmm. that has uh, taken root throughout the world. And, uh, because of the consequences of being a dissenting voice away from this movement, you will be canceled, you will be doxed, you will be... Uh, hurled, pejor- endless pejoratives will be hurled at you and your family. Uh, these are the, ty- the kinds of tactics that these hardcore folks uh, use and it's by virtue of a playbook that was uh, really hatched in the 1800s. And now it's carried uh, carried out to its full today.
0: Well, indeed. And uh, if there isn't any indication that uh, any other indication that we might be on the near edge of the second coming of Jesus Christ, this would be one of them. Uh, because yes. this is a masterful, this wokeism is a masterful uh, implementation of deception in the name of an ultimate truth, Woke, wokeism presents itself as the ultimate truth that must be believed. If you do not believe it, you will be consigned to social hell, and uh, will not be able to participate in civil society anymore. Uh, that's really what its power is, and uh, it's it's taken uh, a trajectory that is beyond all rationality and all reason, and yet it still is uh, perpetrated.
1: Absolutely. It is arcane and absolutely illogical. I mean, when you look at uh, wokesters as they uh, malign and abuse, in my opinion, by brainwashing our children about um, sex and about gender, uh, starting in kindergarten. In a logical adult, even as early as ten years ago, would have would have thought that such a notion would be absolutely preposterous. And now, today, uh, we have to fight against it because all the school boards and all the schools, pretty much public schools across America, have embraced this, you know, crazy uh, these crazy notions, uh, abject foolery, um, yeah. and uh, and and our children are actually. You know, having to participate in this, and it's uh, it really is child abuse.
0: And you wonder how in the world can you possibly combat this, since it is viral in nature, and there are no vaccines. There's nothing to combat it. Uh, just as the so-called jabs uh, dealing with COVID did not prevent the spread of COVID, or you're getting it. This in the same way, there is nothing to. Prevent you from getting woked uh, or catching wokeism unless you're deeply rooted in the scriptures, it seems to me.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, the best disinfectant is sunlight and the sunlight of truth. Yeah. Is how we will get through, uh, you know, help people understand what. Woke All right.
0: We're going to open gonna get... up more of this when we get back from this break, friends. You got to get a copy of the book Woked Up, Kevin McGarry. It's on our website, saveus.org. We'll be right back. The forces of wokeism are making demands while seemingly a small, insignificant remnant of people is positioning to combat the insidious cultural uh, and negative impact uh, of woke thinking and behavior and demands. So our guest today says it's like David versus Goliath in the valley, uh, in the Elah Valley there in Israel. David versus Goliath. Is it possible that a remnant of people can possibly resist and, uh, uh, even turn the tide of this cult of wokeism? That's what we want to focus on here on the program today. But it might be helpful for us to make an effort to try to define it. Now, in one sense, it's almost like trying to nail jello to the wall. Uh, it's very difficult. Very difficult. On the other hand, there are certain basic concepts of wokeism or what it means to be woke, uh, which is a a promotion of liberal progressive ideology and policy as an expression of so-called sensitivity to systemic injustices and prejudices, which leads us to the whole issue of racism and uh, all of its various presentations even where racism doesn't exist, it could be manufactured, and everything in our world can be deemed racist. Everything. For instance, I have in front of me a piece of paper, and on this paper printed out are words written in black and on white paper. Believe it or not, a woke person in his highest position of perception, could define this piece of paper and everything on it as racist. Why? Because black words and white paper, and the white is is predominant because there's more white paper than black. Therefore, this is racist. Now, please don't laugh at what I've said, because, in fact, this is the kind of thinking that is prevailing now and turning changing the language of our conversation and bringing chaos into our culture not only in america but all over the world our special guest today uh, kevin mcgarry here to discuss this with his book woked up so uh kevin try if you can to define for us in some meaningful way what it means to be woke?
1: What it means to be woke, according to less, well, you know, as you mentioned, this is an, an amorphous uh, type of a movement, a cult type actions, and so it constantly evolved. There, there is no pure definition for wokeism. Mm-hmm. But fundamentally, they try to bring in race. They bring in gender, so sexuality and uh, transgenderism especially. Mm -hmm. Um, They bring in uh, everything uh, that was, you know, purportedly... Uh, made, manufactured, produced, and otherwise by any person that just happens to have a lighter, uh, paint job than I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a black man, and, uh, basically anybody that's white, Caucasian, European age, uh, you know, European or, you know, Aryan or wh- whatever you want to characterize it, they, they say is, uh, those things are no longer acceptable. Any of those things are actually, uh you know racist uh because they were they were invented or brought forth by someone who was uh by nature racist and complicit with slavery and privileged and so it, it just goes on and on i mean we've seen over the past 2 weeks this whole conversation about gas stoves uh there were some conversations in the midst of that uh-huh. most of the conversations were about environmental hey this is a you know this causes problems for greenhouse gas or whatever. But the majority, uh, some of the conversations actually infringed on, hey, you know, this is, uh, gas stoves are actually racist because they cause, uh, you know, asthma, and asthma is mostly uh, in our lower uh, echelon or the lower, you know, poorer families and especially the black community, Uh, So gas stoves by definition
0: of wokeism, now are racist.
1: Yes, yes. So, I mean, anything preposterous that you can think of uh, is being thrown into the pot now. I mean, it used to be uh, we would talk about racism as just having to do with, you know, one race against another skin color or whatever, whatever differences we would have there. But now uh, they throw on top of that transgenderism, they throw on top of that environmentalism, If you're not an environmentalist, you are a white supremacist and racist.
0: By definition.
1: By definition. So all of these (laughs) things continue to percolate and continue to confuse. We are not supposed to have a firm definition of it by, you know, by design. So we can never appropriately fight it. So we need to get to the roots of where it comes from so we could fight it. Well, that's uh, what you've uh,
0: attempted to do in your book, and we're going to get into that. But to help people understand the breadth and scope of this and the the powerful nature in which it's being used to bring every human being to conform uh to this new religion. Uh and, and really that's what it is, because it has its high priests, uh the high priests of wokeness are generally in our universities and colleges and in the Democratic Party. Uh that's that's where they are. And uh they're they're preaching a a salvation message. Their salvation message is you either do what we say and agree with us or you'll be consigned to uh to hell. You'll be consigned to a proverbial wasteland of irrelevance in the society worthy of being, well, as the New Agers say, a selected out of society. And so mm-hmm. that's where we are, and it's fascinating that you, as a black man there in none other than San Francisco, should be bringing this to our attention uh, because it is so incredibly dangerous.
1: Absolutely. So uh, you know, first, first and foremost, I am a you know man of faith. Uh, you know, I'm a minister of the gospel, and so when I began to look into this and saw how so many. Uh, people were being castigated and with pejoratives like uh, white Christian nationalism. If mm-hmm. you happen to just vote for somebody or have a different opinion politically, you're a white Christian nationalist. White evangelicalism was even uh, touted as being white supremacist, and so we have a lot of people that won't even identify today as evangelical because they say, "Well, that's you know, that's that's racist."
0: Well, and, and, so- and so, of course, it's also uh, intended to completely demean. Uh, and demolish any person who happens to have lighter skin than black or lighter skin than brown uh, and to ultimately consign such people into an eternal abyss of disrepute and shame. That is exactly what it's designed to do, and uh, it's accomplishing that, and it's being done with purpose, with vigilance, uh, even in our universities now, uh, starting special programs to uh, uh, help white folk not be so white, and uh, to cope with the shame of what it means to be white.
1: Exactly right. Exactly right. And so when I began to look at this, I said, you know, you know, this, this, let, let me let me just start looking into wokeism and trying to figure out what this thing is and how to best, uh, you know rationalize what's uh-huh. happening right now all right and uh you know i get all of my I, this is my fifth book all my books have been written by virtue of the spirit uh, i don't you know i don't profess to be a writer but i can i can hear the spirit good enough where i can get a download and uh you know i just flow with it and uh this this book came up came about the same way so so essentially i started to to look into this thing uh, everybody who is Who would, uh, you know, identify themselves as being woke uh, would not would also identify themselves as being Marxist. So I figured, well, wokeism is obviously rooted in Marxism. So let me start there. And I felt that still small voice saying, uh, uh, nope, nope. Marx and Engels they actually had a mentor. They actually were uh, proteges of someone. You need to start with that person. And when I looked into that, I was astonished, quite honestly, because uh, their early works were dedicated to none other than Charles Robert Darwin.
0: Now, wait a minute. I... I, I am totally offended by the fact that you have misappropriated my name and tied it in with the wokester Charles Darwin. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> and I tell you what, this man was, uh, you know, you would you would want to stay as far away from Darn as possible. When I started to dig into his works, I didn't realize this stuff because a lot of the stuff we're not, you know, we're not told about Darn. But, but he's he infused throughout all of our curriculum from K to 16. Uh, they don't they don't tell us, per se, what he really you know believed and, and all of this stuff. So I started to look in his early works. His first work was on natural selection uh we've been you know that's woven throughout our curriculum right. again starting from K through 16 but but essentially the subtitle of that book was for the preservation of most favored races and i'm thinking hmm, that's that's a real interesting way to put that well isn't it, it, that
0: exactly the uh, theme of uh, nazism hitler yes protecting oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. the and aryan rather- race as the most favored race
1: Absolutely. And it was based
0: in Darwinism.
1: It was all based in Darwinism. As a matter of fact, all of the genocidal despots in human history, uh, those that are notorious ones, you know, Hitler, Stalin, Lenin, Mao. um, And Margaret Sanger. And Sanger, of course. They all (laughs) pointed to Darwin. They all pointed to Darwin. So when I started to look at his second book, The Descent of Man, that was when Darwin was all in. It characterized uh, white European Caucasians as being fully evolved and intellectually superior, much more resourceful than any other ethnicity. And he said, "Oh, by the way, you can look at blacks and you could see how my evolutionary theories are are actually in practice because mm-hmm. blacks are subhuman gorillas, apes, and savages." And this is Darwin. This is in his book, *The Descent of
0: Well, let me give and, you a let yeah. me give you an illustration, a different kind of illustration to show. Uh, how the impact of that has spread throughout our country. My wife grew up in Pasadena, California, and she went to a school, uh, elementary and junior high school, that was, uh, shall we say, not quite across the tracks, but almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, so in that particular school, she realized that the kids in her class, in her school, We're not learning the same things as the kids that she was associated with in her church. And so she went to her teacher. She went to her teacher who was black. And she said, why is it that uh, we're not learning the same things that my friends are learning over in these other schools? And here was the black teacher's response. My people can't learn that. Wow. My wow. people can't learn that. Now, crazy. Wow. now, the latest iteration of that is don't try to teach algebra to black students because they can't learn that. Right. That's being perpetrated by wokesters.
1: Exactly. Talk
0: about yeah. racism.
1: Absolutely. And every time we hear those types of things, we should be reminding the speaker that, look, that is racist. It's demeaning. Um, It it, it, it borrows directly from Darwinism, uh, that essentially some people that we are not all created equal. We all evolved at different times. and Therefore, there's superior races. Um, like we're seeing at Davos right now. Those folks are deemed themselves superior.
0: Well, not only that, but here's the word that they've used. Uh, uh, Klaus Schwab now has declared them the masters of the world. Yes. Yes. The masters of the world.
1: Yes. Pure Darwinism in modern day, and it's racist, and it's demeaning to any and everyone. And we should all hold these people in contempt. Yeah. But, unfortunately, they're lauded and applauded, and especially by the leftist, uh, you know, progressive Democrat types yeah. who, who who love what's going on. They love one-world government, governmental control, and, and this whole thing. But it is, by nature, racist.
0: All right. Both, uh, I yeah. want to make your book available to our listeners before this upcoming break here. The the title of the book is Woked Up. And... Uh, Finally, put an axe to the taproot of white supremacy and racism in America. Uh, $19 is going to put it in your hands. It's on our website, saveus.org. Saveus.org. You can call us at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries. P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. You're writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. Now, let me remind you, Jesus said two days before his crucifixion to his disciples, take heed that no man deceive you. Wokeism is unbelievably deceptive, and it's leading untold millions, including your children and grandchildren, into a false religion. There is so much more
2: about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section...
0: Again, I welcome you to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chris Meyer. Our viewpoint does determine destiny, and we're seeing how our viewpoint and the viewpoints that are being perpetrated upon us are determining destiny. I dare say, friends, that if you have any children or grandchildren, you are finding that the spirit of wokeness, this new religious spirit that is a secular religion, that it is dividing your household, that it is causing you not to be able to communicate with your children, your grandchildren. It's severing respect. It's destroying relationships. It is calculated not to win friends and influence people, but to destroy through the use of labels that become libels and destroy. We're talking about something that is very seriously demonic. It has its birthplace in hell. And you don't hear me talk like this very often on this program. But you need to listen up very carefully. This is not something to be toyed with. It's not something for our churches to do a dance with in order to try to win friends and influence people. It is a false gospel on false premises with a false God and a false heaven. I want you to think about those things as we go on in our conversation here with our special guest, uh, Kevin McGarry. Uh, Kevin, uh, you're a black gentleman there in San Francisco. Do you think I've overstated the case?
1: Oh, absolutely not, Chuck. I'm so glad you mentioned that it is demonic. I want all your listeners to understand, um, there is no equivocation with wokeism or Marxism in any way, shape, or form. In other there, words, there's
0: no place for reasoning or discussion.
1: No, no, absolutely. Everything in wokeism and in Marxism and in Darwinism are uh, redemptive, you know, you, 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 they're redeemable. I mean, the, the, the philosophies, the theories, you know, you know some people would say, well, wow, that's a little bit harsh. How could you say it's demonic? Here's here's the thing. From Darwin's own writings, he says, look, my number one goal, I am at war with, quote unquote, God. Now, he, he said he didn't believe in God, but we know in, deep down in his heart, he, he had a sense that God existed. But that was his main thing. He was at war with God. All of these theories are completely antithetical because they take they take God out, and they put man and, and, and government in. Now, the other thing is Marx and Engels. Marx, Karl Marx, his own words was, you know, I don't care if the world adopts or at some point accepts my economic philosophies, my social philosophies. Uh, number one thing is... I um, I am. He, he didn't call it. He was at war with God, but he said, um, um, "I am at what do you call it?" Um, shoot, I'm having a, a mind blindness right now. But essentially, he said the exact same thing that Darwin said. He says, "Oh, he said I am. I want to dethrone God." He says, and, as, and he went further, he says, now, if you are associating with my philosophies, you must reject. This wasn't like, okay, you could still kind of be a person of faith, you could still kind of totally, no, no, he said you must reject all faith foundations. He replaced God with his philosophy in his mind, right? This is what he purported to do, this is what he wanted to do yeah and so what what's what's especially abhorrent what's especially um you know uh, you know convicting for me today when I see uh people who associate themselves with james Cone's black liberation theology which is south American Marxism mm-hmm. or liberation theology general south American Marxism that's mostly in Catholic church um um, and, and, and yet, so they're literally, when, they're, when they embrace these theories, they're literally embracing demonism, and they're preaching it in our pulpits, Chuck. Now, uh, the other thing is, is when you look at uh, anyone that purports to be a person of faith, just in general, and, and then supports Marxism, it's the same thing. So well, we this is the spirit of the
0: uh, re-elected senator there in, what is it, Georgia?
1: Yeah, uh, Warnock.
0: Warnock. Absolutely. This is Absolutely. exactly what he preaches, and uh, it, is, <laughs> it, it is insidious, it's dangerous, and it's damning. And, and it's uh, demonic. And it's demonic. There you go.
1: Absolutely. There's no other way around it. Now, here's the other thing. That a lot of people, you know, they don't know. Um, you know, we have some people, Chuck, in the in, in the body of Christ, who would purport to be, you know, good, faithful, loving people, uh, but they're they're all in on uh, abortion. They call it a woman's right to choose. They, you know, whatever they want to call it. And, and but here's the thing. Let, let let let's do a little truth check here, okay? Um, uh, the reason why we have abortion today is because of white supremacy and racism. Now, some people would say, well, come on, you got to prove that. Okay, it's very easy for me to prove. Here's the deal um, Charles Darwin, uh, his first cousin, Francis Galton. Uh, Darwin and Galton are the fathers of eugenics. You can, do, you can just Google it, say mm-hmm. who's the fathers of mm-hmm. eugenics, it'll come up. Now, uh, with the reason why eugenics existed is because uh, Galton, who was a, a premier, I mean, he, was a, he, was a, he was a wonderful, brilliant mind as it relates to statistics. And he did the statistical research and realized that that white European Caucasians were uh, not uh, reproducing at the rate that every other ethnicity around the world was, and this concerned him. He says, "Look, huh, man, we're not going to be white supremacists anymore or, with all these other ethnicities." By the
0: I way, that happened. is the same that is condition that's uh, existing in Europe today.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. It's still it's still prevalent today. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so what what they decided to do is concoct this scheme called eugenics, which it's a Greek term that means well born, which basically says, look, if you're well born, in other words, if you're born white, Caucasian, European, whatever, um, you're you're great, and and if, and and if you're born with any infirmities, right, if you have any any types of, uh, of uh, you know hereditary issues or any types of things when you're born. Uh, and or you're born with other, as another ethnicity, uh, guess what? You are not well born and can be exterminated. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the exact mindset, as we talked about earlier, that Hitler, Stalin, Lenin, Mao, and Margaret Sanger used. right? They said, look, you know, just look at what Darwin, no, no, Darwin, Darwin's already, he said, we're good. This is all fine, no problem. And so here's the, here's the issue. When when eugenics then came to America, of course, uh, Margaret Sanger was the, you know, she was the, the head and hands and feet for it. Uh, she started with sterilizations, forced sterilizations, mostly of, of, of black women, and then, uh, you know, quickly uh, navigated to abortion. And she says, look, we don't want the word to get out, but we want to fully exterminate the Negro population. She wanted to exterminate black. That's why she started Planned Parenthood. Hard stop. End of story. There is no other justification. That's why she did it. Right. Okay. And and, and then uh, and then she said, look, we can't just put, you know, put our shingle out there and say, hey, exterminate blacks here. So we have to round off our services, and that's where all these other services and screens and all this other stuff came from. Mm-hmm. But her number one goal was to just kill some blacks. Okay? Now, so 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 here's the thing. For you all, any of your listeners who support uh, abortion today, in any way, shape, or form, you know, well, maybe, you know, this term, that term, uh, you know, this amount of weeks, whatever, uh, if you support it, then you must own it. I just gave you the history of it, and you can you get the book, and you can research it yourself, uh, or you can just do your own research. Here's the deal. Um, if you support it in any way, shape, or form, uh, bad news for you is, and it's an inconvenient truth, but it is the truth, uh, you are, by definition, a racist, a white, uh, white supremacist,
0: And a racist. (laughs) So the very thing that the wokesters promote is actually promoting the opposite of what they think they're promoting. They're actually promoting the very racism that they seem to be protecting. It's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, uh, friends, uh, after this upcoming break, I want to share with you, I'm just going to read straight from Kevin's book, Concerning the actual quotes from Margaret Sanger, uh, you need to hear these things. Uh, it's most important. We've got to reverse this uh, horrific uh, situation that is consigning uh, black America. Uh, they're trying to lift themselves up by becoming woke. And it's doing just the opposite. They're supporting institutions that are destroying them there's a reason why 50% of all black children now are born in fact 70% are born out of wedlock 70% which has brought the statistic for all america to almost 50% of our children being born out of wedlock all of this is attributable to wokeness and margaret sanger and charles darwin and his and and, and galton these are the things that we need to understand going to the root of the situation. And ultimately, the root of the situation is spiritual. It really is. If we want to, if you want to save America, so to speak, we're going to have to deal with some of these issues honestly and in truth. That's one of the reasons why, by the way, in 2005, the Holy Spirit put on my heart to, as a white guy, to try to deal with these issues that are uh, destroying my black uh, fellow citizens and even Christians in our country. And so we put together that fact sheet that's right there on our website, a portrait of the black family. You really ought to go to it, copy it, use it as a means for prayer, as a means for educating uh your pastor, give it to your pastor. One black pastor told me in my own home, he said, Chuck, that document is the best tool to preach the gospel and truth to the black community that I have ever, ever found. It's called A Portrait of the Black Family. Read it and weep. So on our website, saveus.org, and I give you permission to... To copy it in its whole and present it in its whole to your pastor, to your parachurch friends, and to your family. Now, the book, Woked Up, by Kevin McGarry. It is uh, $19 on our website, saveus.org, saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA. Write to us at Save America Ministries, PO Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia 23255. Writing a check at five dollars for postage and handling. And when we get back, I'm going to share with you uh, a couple of pages from this book. I hope you'll listen carefully with your heart.
2: click cell church
0: she was a consummate white supremacist her name was Margaret Sanger and she loomed large in the eugenics movement following Darwin and Galton in fact she was celebrated within the Democrat party and at women's KKK rallies An honored guest at Democrat-led events. Listen to some of her direct quotes. Are you ready? We are paying for and even submitting to the dictates of an ever-increasing, unceasingly spawning class of human beings who never should have been born at all. She was talking about black people. The most merciful thing, she said, that a large family does to one of its members is to kill it. We don't want the word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. The purpose of birth control was to create a race of thoroughbreds. Birth control must ultimately lead to a cleaner race. She referred to blacks and other disfavored humans as human weeds. Reckless breeders, unfit, feeble-minded, and undesirables. On the rights of the handicapped and mentally ill and racial minorities, she said, More children from the fit, less from the unfit. This is the chief aim of birth control. Next. Blacks and Jews are a menace to the race, and we must prevent multiplication of this bad stock. Next. Next. The lower down in the scale of human development, we go to the less sexual control we find. It is said the aboriginal Australian and the lowest known species of the human family just a step higher than the chimpanzee in brain development. This is Margaret Sanger. The Margaret Sanger that launched Planned Parenthood the founder of a non-profit organization, the American Birth Control League, which became Planned Parenthood to carry out her scheme to exterminate Negroes. And to date, since 1973, about 15 million Negroes, blacks in America, had their lives wiped out by wokeism. and black pastors in many respects supported it, cheered it on, and were used by Margaret Sanger to carry the banner of a false gospel. Does that sound dangerous to you, my friends? Kevin, what do you think of that?
1: That's exactly right. It's a good synopsis, Chuck. Uh, She called this a Negro project. She uh, paid black pastors, so she, she purposely uh duplicitously uh, uh, uh you know abused pastor's roles in in the community uh but you know they were i guess they were demonically uh seduced and so she paid them a hundred dollars per sermon to say look no uh, abortion is good it's healthy it's it's great mm. uh within mm-hmm, and within mm-hmm. They're over their pulpit they had to do it within a sermon context uh-huh. right? so if you could imagine that could you imagine uh, Jeremiah 1 five, Psalm 139, all these others, and, and, and yet they're saying this. I mean, it's is it, Isn't that
0: a form of spiritual prostitution?
1: Oh, it is. Absolutely it is. And uh, ironically and unfortunately, it, has, it hasn't ceased. Uh, you know, we still have it today. As you mentioned before, Warnock, who was a pastor, senior pastor at the church in uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and a lot of other black pastors in that area, who were all in for him. I mean, they were preaching sermons over the pulpit. Y'all better vote for Warnock. Get off the boat. He is our guy. Blah, 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 blah. Stacey Abrams. I was surprised when I saw a uh, Gruffalo dollar actually uh, laud in the pot. Stacey, Stacey Abrams, who was definitely pro board up until birth. Um, and and, and uh, encourage people in the church to vote for her because she'll be the next governor of, of, of Georgia. Unbelievable! This, this kind of stuff was just rampant in this last election season. So, bottom line is is that we 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 see that there's a, still a lot of pastors that are compromised, uh, that are trying to be woke, that are trying to compromise with the world, and uh, they're actually carrying water for demonism at present. Right? We we have to pray for them. We have to hope that the Lord <laughs> will lift the veil, and that they'll ultimately see. But a lot of this was hatched when we saw Barack Obama, uh, you know, 12, 15 years ago, as he was uh, applauding uh, Planned Parenthood and Margaret Sanger. And we saw Hillary Clinton uh, mm-hmm. get the Margaret Sanger Award uh, and say, and saying things like, oh, she was just a wonderful person and a, a woman's white rights pioneer. Yeah. Um, and, and so a lot of this gained steam. It was like it became acceptable uh, for a lot of people, then, to, to really go all in with with pro abortion, uh, you know, uh, type mindsets. And uh, so, the truth is, though, by virtue of this book and by virtue of our conversations today here, Chuck, we hope that people will begin to embrace the truth, which is uh, you can you can be uh, fine if you if you really just want to be pro abortion, okay, fine, you can do that. But just raise your hand and just start saying, "Look, I'm I believe in a woman's rights to choose. I'm pro abortion, and and guess what? I am a white supremacist." And a racist, I own it. That's the only way that you can you can uh, be a person of integrity going forward after you understand the truth about this stuff, and, uh, and, and 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 still support it. So if you want to still support it, fine. Just say, look, I'm a white supremacist and a racist because I support abortion and I I love it. That, that, that's fine. At least we can know who you are. I mean, you know.
0: All right. Now we've been talking about uh, some of the major ways in which so-called wokeism. Uh, is manifested, having to do with the race issue and so on. But it also is promoting uh, every kind of perversion. Is promoting pederasty. Is promoting uh, homophobia. Uh, excuse me. It's promoting uh, homosexuality, sodomy. It's promoting uh, transgenderism. It's promoting all of these things that are contrary to the creation ordinance of God. So, therefore, it is a counterfeit gospel that is being used to drive people away from the authority of Scripture, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. It was what Marx envisioned, uh, that he would have a, a cadre, if you will, of revolutionaries, Marxist revolutionaries, who will go out and they will look for every existing hegemonic presence in America and other parts of the world, and literally turn them upside down. He says, "Look, we want to critically assess every single uh, hegemony and go after it because we need it to be completely turned upside down, 180 degrees." So the reason why we can't, in our logical minds, make sense of how these, uh, why these things are happening, and why is because they're on purpose. Uh, Wokesters are literal Marxist revolutionaries. And they're, they're carrying out you know, the Marxist dream mm-hmm. of taking every existing traditional mindset, idea, philosophy, every traditional, uh, you know, family unit, all, everything that has to do with tradition and, and heritage and mm-hmm. turn that literally 180 degrees the opposite way.
0: It's and so interesting. that's why they're
1: saying, that's but, why they're saying you could be any gender you want to be. Uh, even though biologically we understand that God only created two, uh, now they will have 140 or so and all of this other kind of stuff. Uh, that's where all this stuff comes from. It's, it's, it's pure Marxist, uh, and Marxist revolutionaries are carrying it out by way of wokeism.
0: And it's, it's interesting. I'm looking right now at the picture of a uh, professed pastor of a Lutheran church in New Jersey, and he now is saying that trans people are divine. So he yep. says that uh, transphobia is a sin. So notice what's happening That which God calls a sin is called divine and righteousness. That which is unrighteous and a sin from God's perspective, you see, is called wonderful. It's called righteousness and so on. It's turning truth on its head, and it is exalting itself above the knowledge of God, above the word of God. And this is exactly what Satan himself said he was going to do. I will exalt myself. I will be like the most high God. And so he is usurping all of God's authority through wokeism now. And it's being driven even by pastors, but it's not just pastors. It's our corporations. For instance, one of the most woke corporations in America today is Wells Fargo Mm Bank. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. And yep. now they're they're cutting out the accounts of uh, Christian organizations and others because they refuse to cooperate with the demands of Wells Fargo concerning their beliefs.
1: Absolutely. Uh, we have a number of woke corporations that are absolutely embracing critical race theory, which if you understand what critical race theory is, it is a racist theory. And when people ask me all the time, is there such a thing as systemic racism? I say, oh, yeah, yeah, there is critical race theory is an example of systemic racism. Uh, it, is, it is a systemic ideology that's being perpetuated by the people who embrace it and the teachers and educators who teach it. And it self-perpetuates its own uh, brazen racist ideology through and through, up, down, in and out, through and through. And it is the perfect example of systemic racism. Another wonderful example of systemic racism in operation today is Planned Parenthood. And so, you know, it used to be that, you know, uh, conservatives would run away. No, there's no such thing as systemic. Yes, there is. Planned Parenthood, critical race theory. All right.
0: Now, let's let's get real down to down to earth here. Concerning our audience, this is this audience is ninety nine point nine nine percent professing Christian. Yes. The Southern Baptist Convention is dealing with this right in its heart and is capitulating to CRT, capitulating to the pressure of wokeness in order to try to appear compassionate. In order to try to appear, uh, shall we say, with it in our times, uh, what say you to this uh, situation? Any
1: any, and every institution, irrespective of whether it purports to be a Christian, uh, conservative, traditional institution or not, if you comport at all with wokeism, if you comport at all with critical race theory, uh, which is demonic, by nature, and and purely hateful, um, if you try to accommodate it, guess what? You cannot escape the fact that you are actually participating in mm-hmm. a demonic scheme. And, and, you know, I know that the Southern Baptists, uh, you know, you probably have a lot on your network that listen, uh, they had a great opportunity to bring in people who are thoughtful, who understand all this stuff. Uh, Votie, our brother Bodie Bauckham was running and, and right. had a great opportunity to bring people who were thoughtful, prudent, wise, beyond beyond measure in, in, mm-hmm. in, in most cases, uh, but they decided to go in with these, you know, milk toast people, and, and so they're getting what they get, but the reality is, is if uh, the Southern Baptists do embrace critical race theory, even a portion of it, they're embracing Marxism. Marxism said, look, uh, you cannot even be a Marxist if you have any uh, regards to any faith foundations, uh, because he's at war with God and uh, he wants to dethrone God. So, you know, there's no escaping, folks. This is demonism, um, and your participation with critical race theory or, or Marxism in any way uh, is purely demonic. And I would, I would ask, I would pray that you please repent and, and, and forgive. Now, the other thing that the Lord told me uh, a year or so ago, actually, is around this, time, around this time, he says, look, critical race theory, social justice, all of these woke theories and Gospels wouldn't even exist. If my body, people in my body, just did what I literally command them to do, which is to forgive. He says, think about it, son. Um, you, how are you going to hold a grudge against things that happened in 1800 if you actually literally had a heart that forgives? Uh-huh. He says, the problem, is, the problem is, in Matthew 6, 9 through 15, if you read the Lord's Prayer, and then 14 and 15. Make Jesus it quick. And he says, look, if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive you folks we are in trouble. We need to pray this through, and I hope that we have the possibility of uniting around this
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us here, Uh, Kevin, a black gentleman and pastor from San Francisco, coupled with a white, uh, hopefully you would call me a gentleman, and pastor here in Richmond, Virginia, from coast to coast. It's kind that we waked up or become woked up, So that uh, we don't embrace these false gospels, friends, that are destroying and uh, leading us into perdition. Thanks for joining us. Get a copy of the book, $19 on our website, saveus.org. Write to us, become a partner, send your gifts by faith, friends, to Save America Ministries. Go to the website, get that uh, fact sheet, a portrait of the black family. You've been listening to Viewpoint with Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.